Today on Tube Talk, we're going to be talking about the Deuce and Narcos, so stay tuned. Welcome to The Real Review, sponsored by Parametric and Lazy Ape Studios, where you get some of the latest happenings, real thoughts, and perspectives in the world of film and television. This is our Tube Talk episode. Yes. Right. This is where we review some of the latest TV show episodes uh, and TV shows in general. Yeah. That are happening right now. Because TV's fun. Yeah. And I'm saying that because we also don't have a lot of new episodes type content that's right. coming out at the moment. We're, <laughs> we're going to be talking about uh, one film that is up and coming. They just released a, a sneak peek look at, which is The Deuce on HBO. Yeah. And then uh, Narcos. Yeah. Right. Which is has been up for a while. But September is, is, is here. And so a lot of stuff happens in September. So stuff's right. about to blow up big time. You it know? is. Yeah. We got the flash coming up. That's October, though, right? I believe it's October 10th, I think. Possibly. Right. And then I'm trying to think what the some of the other ones we've got coming out soon. I mean, we'll, 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 we'll have content. We'll, coming we'll out. get it. We'll get it. Yeah. We'll get it. As October soon as is coming. like. Stranger Things, Stranger and, Things and all kinds of craziness. Yeah. Uh, Walking Dead yeah. starts back up in October, which I don't know how you feel about that. But I'll do it. I'm a completionist there. I'll yeah, finish it. I'm almost like maybe I should just stop supporting them so they will t- like finally decide to end the show. You will not make the difference, <laughs> I won't make the difference, but <laughs> it's it's a stand on principle, Matt. Okay. That they need to stop just spitting shows out for as long as they can. To you make show money. them, Joel. I should show them. Yeah, it's still going to be one of the most watched shows in television yeah, right now. It's so, true. Yeah. So, uh, Matt, would you like to give the listeners a few ways to get connected? Absolutely. Let's get it going here. Yeah, get connected with us on our social media, Instagram at Real Review Media, Twitter at Real Review Media, and Facebook.com slash Real Review Media. Uh, and you can also find our webpage, realreviewmedia.com. we got all kinds of stuff on there. We're updating it uh, pretty frequently. And then also email us, realreviewmedia at gmail.com. And uh, let us know if there's any amazing shows that you just started watching that you want us to watch. Yeah. Because that happens. It does happen. There are good shows out there that we unfortunately don't know about. Yeah. So we would love to hear about them if you got them. We live in a wonderful world. And it didn't used to be this like way like ten years ago, like wild. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> we live in this world where like there are now more T V shows than yeah. any one person can handle. That's absolutely true. And it's it's, it's crazy. It's crazy. It's cr- it's cool because there's a lot more yeah. uh freedom. There's a lot more people being able to to work and have jobs and write and shows to be produced. Yeah. Because there's so many different mediums. Yeah. For that sort of thing. That is true. But I, you can't consume it all. When this I was a kid, possible. I mean, it was always, you know, you had that separate factor of film and television. And yeah. Film was always the higher arts. Yeah. And then television was more this, you know, sitcoms and stuff like that. And yeah. it was very limited. Yeah. But they had just started the premium channels. Like premium channels yeah. had just really kind of started to pick off. I think a lot of them started in the 70s, but they yeah. really started to pick up steam in the 80s and the 90s. And then now, though, it's like television is where it's at. Yeah, that's you've got the best content a lot of times coming yeah. out on television. It's true, uh, especially with you know Netflix and Amazon and stuff. So. Yeah, cool. So yeah, definitely let us know. Uh, so yeah, as mentioned, we're going to be talking about two film or two shows. Yeah, um, two shows. So we'll start with the Deuce. If that sounds good to you, yeah. Matt. Um, the Deuce is so it's an HBO show that actually technically hasn't been released yet. It they did a sneak preview episode of it on HBO though, so you can watch the first it's episode. Kind of like here's a taste, let us know what you think for right. the, the rest of the season's coming Yeah, later. and I think the rest of the season starts airing after September 17th. Okay. And so since HBO is HBO Go and HBO Now are huge for HBO they do put it on there, but a lot of the content is still on HBO released ah. episode to episode because it's still technically 
TV show. Gotcha. TV channel, I should say. So that's one that we'll probably have episode to episode to episode. Um, so the deuce, the story for the deuce, um, it's, uh, chronicles the, that moment in time when sex went from being a back alley brown paper bag commodity to a billion dollar, uh, universe in American life. A moment when ground zero from the earliest pioneers in the flesh trade was the midtown heart of the largest nation's largest city, New York, New York Times Square, New York Times Square. So yeah, it's a, a lot of it is, um, fashioned around New York Times Square okay. and in New York in general. What time period um, is this? I believe it's the 1970s, late 1970s, early 1980s. Okay, gotcha. Um, I believe. Okay. I, I need to look that up a little bit, but uh, it's definitely around the 70s, 80s kind of era. Yeah, based on James Franco's mustache, that seems about right. <laughs> yeah, I mean, the way that people are dressing and stuff too. I would think sure. it's possible it could be the late 60s, but I don't think so. Yeah. I, I wish I knew. I wish I knew the music better because they played some of the music tracks from it. And I think a lot of the music is from like the 70s. Okay. So it's probably like sure. sometime in the 70s. Sure. Uh, it stars. So yeah, as you mentioned, James Franco who plays uh, both Vincent Martino and Franco Mar- Frankie Martino. It's got Maggie Gyllenhaal as Candy, uh, Gary Carr as CeCe, a lot of people, but I'll, I'll mention a few of them. Uh, Margarita Laviva, <laughs> Lawrence okay. Giller Jr., uh, Dominique Fishback, Emily Mead, uh, Gajenda Akin Ajbe. Sorry, man. Yeah, man. You got that, that one. one man. Uh, Chris Kaur. <laughs> it's got Method Man. Uh, Michael Rispali. Natalie Paul. It's got a big cast. I Has mean, Method Man officially, is his name now officially Method Man? I believe it is. Okay. I believe that's his official, at least that's what he's going legally by. Okay, gotcha. A lot of times and a lot of things. I mean, that's his accreditation that's listed everywhere. All right, all right. Um, so it's an eight episode series. Um, the first episode, like I said, has already come out. I think the rest of them start coming out uh, September 17th. It's about this first episode. I don't know if they'll all be this long, but this first episode was really about an hour and seven minutes long, which is like, you know, they talk about television being kind of yeah, where it's yeah, at. Yeah, yeah, I mean, yeah. that's like a film almost. Right, for it's sure. Just slightly shorter than a film. And uh, the cool thing about it is this is the kind of story for sure that you would want to play out over the course of episodes. Yeah. If they had taken this and really shrunken it down into just one one film, it really wouldn't have been long enough, even if it was just like a two-hour film. Right. Um, so they're really trying to build something big with this. And I think HBO has taken on, I think with this project, something that will have some legs. It's getting a lot of really good critical feedback, um, a lot of positive notions. Um, here's what I'll say about the show as, as well. It's definitely an HBO show. It's definitely one that pushes boundaries in regard to what it's willing to show and portray in its content. Um, Not just portray, but I I specifically say show because it definitely is an adult type. I mean, it shows some sexual acts, some very viscerally portraying visceral, like you can actually see some sexual acts happening between people portrayed in a way that's very like, shocking and like wow oh gotcha so it's 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 a hard r type show i mean it's not okay. a show that's for kids at all um and i would i would strongly suggest for somebody that maybe doesn't respond well to that sort of at times sexual violence and sexual aggression oh wow okay uh to ch- you know tread lightly around this type of a show gotcha. um it's not gonna leave you at least from what i've seen so far with sort of a feel-good type thing it doesn't have that uh vibe just from its synopsis yeah i i think that for me is one of my minor gripes that i have with it as well i think as with hbo shows like we've seen with game of thrones a lot of the time some of that content is there 
really just to bring shock. It doesn't really add shock anything. Value. Yeah, because I mean, you can you can show a sexual act happening without actually showing like the actual sexual act. Mm-hmm. If you know what I mean, you can yeah. kind of say like you can imply a lot, and you can kind of go like, "Hey, this is what's about to happen." And some, you know, some people will be like, "Well, they should just show it," and da 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 da. But I I think sometimes that can actually distract me for sure, um, more so than really get me into the yeah. project or the film or the show. I think with something like this, at times it's warranted because they are trying to portrayed in a very real, very raw, very dark sense. I mean, these people live sort of in the seedy underbelly. It, it chronicles not just um, people of their everyday lives, but pimps and, sure. you know, the, the girls, the prostitutes that are with them and also the clients that they take on. I think the difficulty, though, is that they treat it at times kind of as a joke and kind of as like tongue in cheek and like, hey, look how, you know, this is cool how we're being so witty about this dark stuff. Right. But then at other times they want to shock you with it. It's like, just kind of pick a lane. Right. Like yeah. either go shocking with it or go like, you know, hey, this is kind of silly, kind of fun. So that's a strength and a weakness to it, I think at times. Yeah. The the way that it portrays the shockingness of it. Um, I will say the first episode I did for the most part enjoy Although I say enjoy very lightly because it's hard to say like you're watching some of the things that are taking on. I mean, just some of the things that they're showing. Yeah, I mean, it, yeah. it's just really hard to like go, wow, that's great. <laughs> like, yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, yeah. so I did enjoy it in the sense of like it felt very real and very raw and dark. Um, I'm almost afraid at times with thinking about the show of like where they're going to take it. I mean, from what they've already portrayed and the way that they're going to move it forward because I think it's going into – you know, pornography and, yeah, yeah, yeah. and that type of stuff. I'm, I'm almost afraid at what direction they're going to start portraying it at. I think for me, I don't look at a lot of the nudity and the sex that's in it and see that as something that's really like viscerally enticing and exciting to sure. me. And not that I would want to, but a lot of it is so raw and so like dark at times that it's kind of like, oh, it kind of makes you feel a little bit more cringy than yeah. like, wow, like they're not trying to make it scintillating. But there are other times when you can tell they're just doing it for the sake of just showing it. Yeah, um, yeah, yeah, yeah. So I kind of wish they'd tone back on that a little bit. I don't think that's likely. I think if anything, they're just going to go even further, pushing the boundaries uh, as much as they can. Yeah. Um. Any? Did you happen to see anything with this, man? No, I, I mean, I saw the synopsis. I knew James Franco was involved. Yeah. Um, I knew they released an episode. Yeah, and he uh, does a good acting yeah. job playing both characters. Okay, yeah, that's right. That's right. He's doing the two parts. Yeah, there's, I mean, one of the characters, I mean, obviously a lot of us know uh, Maggie Gyllenhaal pretty well, but you also have uh, Emily Mead, who I believe is in Game of Thrones. Uh, she plays um, Ma- uh, Maggie. Or not Maggie, uh, Crud, can't think of it. Ma- uh, Sam, Samwise, Samwise girl. Samwise? Yeah, his girl that has the baby. I can't think of her name right now. Gilly? Gilly, yes, there okay, you go. Yeah, yeah, she yeah. plays Gilly, I believe. <laughs> I believe she plays Gilly. So uh, she does a good job in this. And I think all the acting in this is very good. Oh, cool. It doesn't feel fake. Um, I think it would hit good a little- Good acting is always yeah. a good thing. I think it would hit a little hard for me if they, they focused a little bit more on the drama- they lightened up a bit on the humor and kind of the over the top, like let's portray this as as visually strong as we can and sure. bend as many boundaries in that way if we can. And they focus more on just developing the stories and the characters. Although the characters are interesting and it will be interesting to kind of see where they go and how it works things out over the course of it. Um, so yeah, um, there's definitely some strong thematic stuff that they're going to work out. Um, yeah. Shot mostly very well. Um, 
yeah. So I would say I will give this one a B plus. Okay. That's kind of where I'm at okay, with it. Gotcha. Out of a scale of 1 to 10, because we tend to do the 1 to 10 on Tube Talk, I'd put it at kind of like an 8.7, yeah. 8.8 kind of range. I probably just, for my own sake, I'll probably stay away from that. A lot of what you're describing is very off-putting to me. Yeah, it's definitely not for everybody. Yeah, yeah, I wouldn't yeah. suggest it for many people. Mm-hmm. Um, it's yeah, it's gonna be something if you want to get very like oh oh yeah. wow yeah <laughs> kind of reactions to stuff. I mean, then I would watch this. You know, gotcha. it's kind of, yeah. So <laughs> there you go. No, I gotcha. I gotcha. All right. So then uh, moving on, why don't we talk about our next show? And it's uh, about a young man named Narcos, whose mm-hmm. older brother is named Marcos. Nailed it. Yep. Yeah, and they go on adventures together. Yes. They have fun. Yep. <laughs> you true. nailed it, Matt. You nailed it. <laughs> no. So uh, Narcos is uh, it's a film. Uh, it's Sorry, it's a television show. It's on Netflix. So it's a Netflix original. It's been out for a while, I believe, actually since 2015. And they just released the most recent season of it. Ah, okay. So that's why I, I kind of, I watched the first episode. Here's the thing. I watched the first episode, really enjoyed it. Yeah. Then realized, though, that because I was already at that point three seasons, two seasons behind. And I was like, I'm going to have to invest a lot of time in because each episode is like an hour long. Yeah. So I'm like, I'm going to put this aside for now and catch back up with it when I have the time to get to it. And we have Game of Thrones that just ended. Yeah. We kind of have a lull. There's not a lot of other stuff going on. I've tried a couple of the, you know, shows on Netflix. And I watched um, White Gold, which wasn't great. I watched Gypsy on Netflix, which is another Netflix original, which was not very good either. <laughs> I mean, I pretty much tried. There was another show. It was like a weed show. It was like a sitcom. That was, have, have you seen that one? I don't even know what it was. I don't remember a what it was sitcom? Called. Yeah, it was like a sitcom on Netflix. And it was about weed, a weed distillery. Or a weed seller. Huh. I don't know what they call those. Okay. Weed Wait, seller. no, I've seen the little thing. It's got the leaf on it. Yeah. Okay, I, yeah. I'm like, why is this a sitcom? Is it filmed actually in front of a live studio audience? It didn't feel like it was. It felt like it had a laugh track inserted track, yeah. on it. And so it just was really bad. So I tried a bunch of different ones and finally ended up coming back okay. to Narcos. Gotcha. Um, as, a lo- as we've probably talked about, Netflix has a bazillion shows that they're, yeah. they're investing uh, millions of dollars into trying to make these Netflix original shows yeah. uh, become a thing. I think they're actually a few billion dollars in debt right now. Ooh. Um, maybe not billions. Maybe it's millions. Millions sounds a little bit more plausible. More plausible. Like- but they're, they're very much in debt right now because they're they're investing so much money in trying to acquire not only original content, but also the uh, licensing agreements with a lot of other you know groups to bring in this new content. Yeah. Um, or newer versions of the content, so like the the Twin Peaks reboot, the Full House reboot, um, the um, what is that, the Arrested Development reboot. Yeah, like all of those cost money to get the licensing for because the other studios own them. Yeah, and so they have to bring in the license for it. So that all costs a ton of money. So they're they're shelling out a lot of money for content. They're fighting right tooth now. and nail too with Disney to try and keep some of their content. On yeah, because Disney platform. just announced they're supposed to be moving all of it to its own platform, yeah. which would probably be really successful yeah. depending upon how much it costs because there's a lot of people out there that just love Marvel and Disney content and would just yeah. totally shell out money for that. But I don't want to see that. I I personally like all the content getting moved towards a more... Although I do love... We're getting way in the weeds on this. Okay. <laughs> I do love that there's competition out there because I think that that's what creates good content. I think the fact that like studios pretty much just create this content and they don't have to worry about what people think. They just kind of can do these cookie cutter type films yeah. and reboots and everything and they're going to get an audience for it. It upsets me. Whereas Netflix and Amazon and other groups, they have to kind of create newish, different type content to get noticed. I like that. 
Yeah. So I don't want to see it all come together necessarily because then I think that would get rid of a lot of the competition yeah. that's happening. So anyways, going back to Narcos. So uh, I started watching Narcos again after having watched the first episode and really liked it. Um, cool. This tells, so it's a raw, gritty series, chronicles uh, the gripping relay stories of the drug kingpins, kingpins of the late 1980s and the corroborative efforts of law enforcement to meet them head on in brutal, bloody conflict. Uh, so that that's kind of a a good enough synopsis, I would say, for something like that. Uh, primarily, it's Pablo Escobar. Yeah. Um, I don't know at this point if it's going to get into anybody else's stories, um, but it's really about the Colombian cartel and the work that the American government, a couple individuals in particular, are doing in Colombia to try and stop Pablo Escobar. Yeah. Um, My boss really likes this show. I think it's, he thinks it's really good. Yeah, I think the cool thing about it is we've seen plenty of content sort of grow around Pablo Escobar and the stories of the cartel. And there's been plenty of movies. I mean, Blow, uh, you have Scarface. Is it American Made um, with Tom Cruise coming out? About yeah, that? American but, Made, yeah. which is, I forget that Barry, is it Barry? I forget, I don't know his name. Uh, Barry Seal, yeah. who's actually in Narcos. Oh, is I mean, he really? Yeah, there's an episode in the first season. I was going to say that this is the prequel to Narcos. Right, maybe, which or, is tough or, because you find out sort of what happens to him and you're oh, kind of like, oh, well, now I know the ending to right. Maybe, to maybe that I'll one. wait till the movie comes out. Yeah, something. but this is a really great show. So, I know, I mean, but it'll be on Netflix. If anything, I would say just skip. I can tell you which episode and you just skip over it and then you don't have uh, okay. to yeah, watch that part. Okay. Yeah, so because he's only in it for maybe like 15 minutes and then he's out of the story. Gotcha. So, um, so I, it's got a, a great cast of characters. Again, it's about Pablo Escobar and the cartel and sort of everything with the drug war that's happening down there in the late 1980s. Uh, it's got Wagner Mora as Pablo Escobar, uh, Boyd Holbrook as Steve Murphy, uh, Juan Pablo Raba as, uh, Gustavo, uh, Rupert Ordina, uh, Pedro Pascal, who's also a pretty well-known guy as mm-hmm. Javier Pena, uh, Manola Cardona, Jeez, there's a bunch of people. Sorry. <laughs> Gabriel de la Garza, Ana de la Reguera, which uh, is Elisa, which I actually recognize her from uh, Nacho Libre. I don't know if you ever saw that. That was yeah, like, oh, the last yeah. thing I saw her yeah. in, uh, which she plays a great character in this. So I, I'm not I'm not <laughs> knocking her for that. I thought uh, that was a different type of film for sure. Uh, Jonah Christie as Connie Murphy, who's the wife of Boyd Holbrook. And then uh, Stephanie Sigmund, uh, Valeria Velez, who's this uh, news reporter. Uh, she kind of does the new, she reports on stuff down there. Oh, and it's got Luis Guzman, who's also one oh, of the yeah, cartel leaders like down him. there. Yeah, uh, I haven't seen him in a lot, but he's yeah. probably a great character in this. Uh, really good kid. And there's a bunch of other people. I'm just kind of he's mentioning a, a few big ones. Yeah, and I'm only on, I will say, the first season. Okay. So I, I don't know where the story is going right now, but um, one of the things I love so much about the story is it's got this, so Boyd Holbrook is this DEA agent, um, plays character named Steve Murphy, who I'm, I believe is a real life character or based on a real life character. They do this cool thing in the very beginning of the episode, at least in season one with the the credits where you actually see real photos. Oh, cool. At the the, beginning. At the beginning. Okay. Of the beginning of the episode when they're rolling the credits. Yeah. And that's one of the things I love so much about the show as well is that it it does at times incorporate real footage and real photos of the actual people. So it, it kind of breaks that fourth wall in a sense, but it feels very real and it never feels like manipulative. And I like that because it it helps to ground you and know like okay this is this is still real we're not is going it about out here. fictional characters within a real situation like a real it's about like, real characters oh, I believe real, like documented people. right I okay. believe and they have this disclaimer at the beginning though that's like this you know this is a work of fiction and any likeness to real people is purely just you know fictional and stuff yeah but I believe that most of these characters are based upon and have the same names as real characters that existed uh, at this time in this period. 
um, during Ronald Reagan and George Bush yeah. Sr. Um, going through office as presidents and fighting this battle with the cartel down there. And so it's very interesting as well because not only do they mix in that real life footage and photos and documentation and stuff, but uh, Boyd's character, Steve, um, also does a narration. Mm. And it's kind of like this this narration that happens over the course of the episodes. I don't know if that's going to stay there, but I really like that because it, one, it grounds you as almost this is like a documentary type project. But there's times where you're kind of searching for him to okay. say something because yeah. you're like, you kind of get used to him. And then when and, he doesn't say anything. Right, when he doesn't like, say anything, you're like, crud, what's going to happen? Yeah, yeah, what's yeah, going to yeah. happen? Because he's not telling me what's going to happen. Is this person going to die? Is this person <laughs> going to live? Is he going to shoot somebody? And so I kind of like that at times. It, it, it really plays well. I believe with the way that everything is portrayed, it's, it feels very real. Production design is awesome. They're shooting it in a, if they're not actually shooting in Columbia, they're shooting in a location that looks very much like Columbia. Um, everybody's feel, everything feels very authentic with the style, the clothing, the production design. Like I said, um, music is very effective and good. It feels like fitting for the era and for everything that's going on. The acting is for the most part, very much on point. And they're telling a story that from the get go is very interesting one, because everybody knows Pablo Escobar, um, but they kind of gave you a bit of his backstory and they kind of, they're building it. They're not jumping in right in the middle. Yeah. They're starting sort of at the beginning of how he came into power. Interesting. And then they're kind of showing you the course of, over the course of time, how things progressed, you know, the actions that he took and the reciprocating actions that the DEA took. And it gives you an insight perspective into potentially, I don't know if this is true or not, but potentially how the DEA could work. Yeah, you know how they could do some of their espionage tactic, yeah. tactics and and weed people out, and it's like you're you're constantly left thinking like, ooh, what clever thing is this person going to do there? Or are they going to survive? Are they not? Yeah, and it's good. The characterization is awesome, and uh, so I'm really enjoying it. I'm really liking. It. It's got good, effective, visceral violence at times. Um, again, this is I would say a show for adults. Yeah, it's not. It doesn't feel quite as obvious with like the nudity and stuff there definitely is times where they're just kind of throwing in nudity yeah. to kind of like make you go "Ooh, look at the naked people um <laughs> i know it sounds stupid but that's what they're doing yeah um well i was gonna say most original programming on netflix most yeah is is not for children agreed yeah <laughs> and most of it does kind of tend to throw in things like that at times i yeah. mean but I, it hasn't been over the top at this point it doesn't it, there's definitely moments where it feels a bit like they're just trying to be a little bit gratuitous for the sake of getting interest but it doesn't feel like they're going overboard with that at the moment which i like and so um i'm enjoying it i'm liking it did you have any no i i, I you want to say probably want to check something out like uh check that out i just because i've had people tell me about it um it's been a crazy week for me but i think uh something like that would be yeah somewhere they're short seasons right they're like 10 yeah they're short seasons yeah. i think they're 10 episodes um but they're long episodes are like an hour long yeah. so i i don't know it's yeah, so it's no different than like Stranger Things, you know, it's like an hour long. That's true. And, yeah, and if you're really invested and interested, you're going to keep watching. Um, yeah. I mean, and if you look on Rotten Tomatoes, which again is mostly an aggregate and stuff like that, but the the actual percentage rating is going up, you know, over Ooh, the course of the nice. season, which is a good thing too. So it just tells me that hopefully this is going to get better and better. Um, but yeah, like I said, I, I think it's interesting as well because we've seen this portrayed in movies like Blow, um, Scarface kind of the the American side of the drug war in Colombia mm-hmm. and the drug cartel and everything. Um, and so it's cool in a way to see the actual on the ground, like what's happening there during all of that. What if um, it was Escobar versus Heisenberg? <laughs> they'd have to somehow time. Yeah. What if there was jump. a DeLorean 
involved that could time travel. I think Escobar would win. Okay. Because the thing about Heisenberg, well, no, Heisenberg, nobody really liked him. I mean, he was kind of, people just worked with him because he was super intelligent. He knew how to make yeah. really good drugs. Yeah, he was a terrible person. He was a jerk and yeah. Yeah, an a-hole. And, whereas Pablo Escobar, the reason, and they show this in the show, <laughs> the reason that he's able to be so effective and so efficient is he's kind of, he's very fair at times. Okay. I'm Although mo- he's awful and he does horrible things, he tortures and kills people, but he can be a very reasonable, very, you know, kind of friendly, uh, he's got this like charisma to himself, you know? What if, what if... Instead of Heisenberg, yeah. it was Gustavo Fring pre Heisenberg. <laughs> that 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 would be he was likable. Gus would be give him potentially yes. a run for his money. The only reason that that wouldn't work actually, I think, is because Gus is not from Colombia, and they have a very strong Colombian pride to okay. themselves. It's all about like the the Colombian land and the people of Colombia, and that plays itself out in the course of the show, ah. which is another interesting point because he like he can you know, pretend, yeah, because Pablo actually runs for Congress at one point. You know, oh, I mean? okay. he wants to become yeah. like El Presidente. He wants yeah. to become like the president down there, um, and that's that's a factor in it. Whereas Gus is Gus is a much more reasonable and interesting person. Yeah, he's got the Chicken Brothers, right? Chicken he brother. plays more of like the servant leader type thing. Okay, whereas Pablo plays more of like the headship like follow me into the breach you know very charismatic interesting guy that you care about and care for and he's almost like you find sympathy for him even though he's doing these awful Awful things horrible nasty things yeah crazy so yeah so yeah i would definitely suggest checking it out yeah chance matt probably will i'd love to hear your thoughts yes i totally will give you my thoughts (laughs) there you go again if you guys are wondering why i haven't been like saying much about these i haven't watched it it's been a crazy weekend for me been busy i know it's a it's a. I worked like I worked a ton, but I also uh, my excuses, Matt. My air conditioning. You <laughs> know, my air conditioning. It still works, but what's happening is like something's happening to where the con- condensation is dripping into the ceiling. Oh man! Through the roof into my bedroom. Wow. Yeah, it's crazy. That's pretty bad. It's really bad. So I had that could warp co- things and cause like mold. Maybe mold and you know you got to get that stuff taken care of. Yeah, absolutely. Super crazy. Dat. What are you doing here? Get out of here. Go I fix know, your right? air conditioning. I, we, we, we had somebody come and like sort of fix it. I created this ramp mm-hmm. to where the drips go into the pan like it should. <laughs> it's crazy. That's pretty funny. Yeah, too. I'm getting all in ingenuity, awesomeness over here. Nice. Yeah. We'll call you uh, next next uh, one. We'll call you Matt Jimmy Rig. Hey. Oh, yeah, just like AC MacGyver. AC MacGyver. I like that. (laughs) Cool. Well, we're going to go ahead and sign off then. Uh, Some good ways to get connected again as a reminder. uh, Realreviewmedia.com. Check us out there. You can also find us on Facebook, which is facebook.com slash realreviewmedia. You can also find us on Instagram and Twitter, both at realreviewmedia. And Matt's, what's that uh, email address, Matt? That is realreviewmedia at gmail.com. That's the one. So definitely give us an email. I'd love to hear some good suggestions on shows. I'm going to be out of narco stuff pretty soon here. So yeah, yeah. So in that meantime, between that the show starting up in October, yeah, definitely let us know if we've got some stuff going on there. So awesome. Anything else, Matt? No, that's it. All right. Well, it's been real. It's been real.